Welcome into the Lacrosse Tribune UBL Football Podcast. My name is Colton Bartholomew, the Tribune's beat reporter for UW Lacrosse Sports and your host for this podcast. Welcome into episode six. We are recording this on Thursday, heading into week two at Illinois Wesleyan for the Eagles, who are 1-0, coming off a blowout win at Luther in week one. We are on iTunes for good now, so we got that up and running, and we saw a jump in users there over the two episodes we've posted, so that's awesome. We do appreciate that, and we continue to have good numbers on lacrossetribune.com, averaging about 400 people a, a podcast, so keep sharing, keep retweeting everything else. We appreciate that, sharing on Facebook, everything like that. So, um, Also, if anybody wants to sponsor the podcast or advertise in the Tribune, for UWL football or UWL sports content in general, you can email sports at lacrossetribune.com. I mean, who wouldn't want to hear this voice reading their ad in this space? Am I right? Anyway, so let's jump into a show rundown. Um, we're going to talk about a couple of things heading into the Illinois Wesleyan game. Obviously, a big contest for the Eagles in their hope to get back into the playoffs for the first time since 2006. And then we're going to kick it over to an interview I did with Coach Mike Schmidt on Tuesday, and then some really good stuff from him. I mean, you're not going to hear a lot of coaches talk as openly and honestly about the challenges his team faces as Mike Schmidt does. I mean, the ones that you do are usually overblowing it or just trying not to sound too cocky heading into a game, but Mike Schmidt's one of the few coaches you're ever going to hear that's pretty honest about, hey, I think we have an advantage here, or I think we're going to have a really tough time in this area. Things like that, so a really good interview with him coming up at the end of the podcast. Um, so let's talk about Illinois Wesleyan a little bit. Right now they're ranked number 21 in the Division Three football.com poll. Uh, they did not play in week one, which is a weird little scheduling bit. They tried to get a game, just couldn't work out with uh, some of the teams that they were going to play in the non-conference season. So had their off week in week one, so now they'll play 10 straight weeks, which is always a tough thing to do. But they were a playoff team from last year, and they beat Whitewater last year at home, basically in the same situation in, uh, in, the, in the non-conference season and. 1 o'clock game down in Bloomington. Kind of a tough thing for a for Wisconsin team going down there, so we'll see how the Eagles handle that this weekend. The Titans are a, a team that has a ton of returning talent. They lost a couple of uh, All-American guys on their defense, but returning quarterback, wide receiver, running back, a different look up front for the, for the Titans, but just a, a lot of skill guys on both sides of the ball that came back from last year, a 9-2 and two team. We got gotten the Division Three playoffs, and I'll let Mike Schmidt and I tell you about that later on in the interview portion of the podcast. But just a lot of good guys that it's going to be a tough matchup across the board for UW Lacrosse um, to defend and to attack offensively. But uh, I, I think just being around practice the last few days and talking to the coaches and just talking about how things are, are looking on tape, there are things they know that they're going to be able to get. I think one of the things that the Titans did really well last season is limiting big plays. Every one of their opponent's touchdown drives were, you know, eight, nine, ten plays. So when you're doing that, it's just really tough for a Division Three team to consistently grind out those drives. And we're going to see if lacrosse can do that because I think the Titans are going to allow some seven, eight-yard completions to not allow the 50, 45-yard completions. So there's going to be that trade-off there. It's going to be about if the Eagles can Continue to make those short plays and get down and uh, just get the yards they need and churn out those first downs. Uh, we didn't really have to see them do against Luther because it got pretty lopsided pretty quick. But just talking about the little bit about the the meaning of this game overall, this is two teams that are in really similar 
spaces in their conference, I should say. Uh, they're, they're really similar in terms of where they are in the landscape of Division Three football right now. Obviously, lacrosse just has the tradition of the national championships and dominating the conference for as long as they did, which has changed in the last 15-ish years. But <clears throat> they have that tradition, have that history behind them, where Illinois Wesleyan doesn't have quite that level of success. But right now they're kind of in that same spot where they have a really – both teams have a really tough conference that they play in. Illinois Wesleyan's in the CCIW that has, you know, really, really good teams in North Central College out of Naperville and Wheaton College as well. Just two really tough places to play at and really good teams year in and year out from them that Wesleyan always has to deal with. And, you know, lacrosse is in the same boat with all of the YX teams, it seems like, every year, but especially in the last few years, Oshkosh and Whitewater and Platteville all being ranked and all being teams that are pushing for playoff spots year in, year out. So both teams are really in that same spot where they're kind of that second tier of their conference but can be considered in the top tier or second tier across the nation as well. So this is a really big game for lacrosse because it's their biggest non-conference test of the Mike Schmidt era. They haven't played as difficult of teams in, in non-conference in the last few years, and that was by design. They needed to kind of build some things up. They needed to get to a point where their win-loss record wasn't such a detriment in the recruiting process. Now that's starting to happen, and now I feel like they're, they're looking at it as if we can win a game against a team like an Illinois Wesleyan, especially on the road, then you go 8-2 and two again and you have a chance at the playoffs where an 8-2 and two record with – an undefeated conf- or non-conference schedule against Ripon and Carroll and teams like that, that's not going to get you there as we saw last season. So with all that said, it's still going to be extremely challenging for lacrosse. It, it looked great, the Luther win, I mean, a big blowout win, especially when you're starting offense scores on all five of their drives. But the, it's a it's a different ball game when you're talking about playing Illinois Wesleyan versus Luther. It, it's a lot like you know a Division two or three high school team to play in Division five. Uh, here in Wisconsin, it's just a it looks like a different sport out there, and the physicality and the size of the players across the board. So it's a really, really big test for lacrosse in that sense. But we'll talk about that a little bit more in a couple minutes here with Mike Schmidt. Uh, actually, let's just kick it over there now. I mean, we're gonna wrap the episode um, with that interview. But just remember to subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, or email feedback to sports at lacrossetribune.com. You can follow me on Twitter at cbardizzle. And I think I'm going to have to explain that sometime soon on a podcast, just why that is my Twitter name and why it has been since I joined Twitter, got almost eight, nine years ago as a high schooler. But um, you can follow all of our coverage at lacrossetribune.com as well. So here is that interview with Mike Schmidt. All right, we are here in Mike Schmidt, UWL football coach's office here, talking a little Illinois Wesleyan here in week two, coming off a big win over Luther coach. Uh, you look at Illinois Wesleyan, a playoff team from last year, nine and two record. Just as you're watching film, breaking things down this week, kind of what are the things that jump out at you? Yeah, this is a big matchup, and this is a big game against these guys. They're really good. Um, they're they have a lot of experience back, and I think that's going to be the really interesting thing here is that uh, we don't. <laughs> they, right. It is their first game, and so uh, that that's going to hopefully be an advantage for us that we've played a game, we've been able to make some mistakes and correct those mistakes, and we've been able to get. I mean, we had. 20-some guys, I think, playing their first ever college football game last week. And so, you know, you hope that you're going to get exponentially better here uh, coming up. But uh, if we don't make – if we don't 
fix some of the mistakes, we don't fix some of those things, then we'll lose our advantage of, of playing that game. But this is a really good team that's played a lot of snaps. they got a phenomenal quarterback. Right. Uh, and he's played a ton of football. He's won a lot of football. Like he's he's won just as many football games as he's played in uh, in his life. I mean, high school to, to college, it feels like he is a wonderful competitor. Uh, and really, just offensively, they're going to be really brand new up front. But everybody else is the, uh, the same guys. Backfield's the same. Wideouts are the same. Um, tight ends, quarterback. I mean, you're just looking at such a really good group of players. Uh, on that side of the football, and then they do lose the, you know, in defense. They lose some some parts yeah, there. A couple All Americans are over there. Some I mean, great players, yeah. and I'm so <laughs> thankful they're gone. That we don't have to play against those guys. Their their linebackers last year were phenomenal players. I mean, th- th- those are great players. They they you know what Coach uh, Ish has done there. That's a great program, uh, and and just loaded with a lot of experience and a lot of talent coming off a playoff team. But but this is why we we scheduled this game is to to get ready for our conference season and. Mm-hmm. You want to be a playoff team, and you want to be a ranked team. Then you got to beat a ranked team, and you got to beat a playoff team. And and here's really our opportunity. For sure, coach. And you talked about their quarterback, Brandon Bauer. He's a senior, no junior, junior, junior yep. starting his uh, third season for Illinois Wesleyan. Not the biggest guy, not the like, greatest arm in the world, but what do you think it is about him that makes him so effective? And like you said, win as many games yeah, as he, he plays. It looks like the game's really slow to him. He 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 doesn't. Uh, he doesn't uh, really get too rattled from any sort of pressure up front. He's he's incredible extending plays, throwing the ball down the field, keeping plays alive, uh, things like that. He's got tremendous accuracy. I mean, his completion percentage is phenomenal. Uh, where he's putting the football when he needs to put it there is unbelievable. It looks like the game's just really slow. And that's really scary because it's going to be even slower another year into this thing for this kid, you know. Um, he's a great player, uh, just truly a, a gifted player and, yeah, we're, we are going to have a tough time uh, defending him. He, he's, and I mean, you just look at what he's done. I mean, just a winner, and and at that position, it's it's crazy. But you know, we we felt like we were able to do that with 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 uh, Evan Lewandowski this year is to get a kid from the Chicagoland area who's going to be a great Extremely player talented, for us. Yeah. Yeah, incredibly talented, a kid that went to a state championship game. All of those things. You know, we we're hoping that we have that guy for the future of our program too. And they're they're really fortunate to have that kid there. And you mentioned their skill guys, six foot five receiver on the one side, Jack yep. Healy, Liam Kiefer on the other. Just how do you feel like your secondary can kind of match up with those guys? That's going to be a pretty pivotal thing as this game goes. It's a huge matchup. Uh, that's a huge matchup on on that side of it. You know, we've done such a good job matching up personnel. Uh, we did a good job last week. You know, really taking a, a really good player out of the game for the most part. Uh, obviously, until the end, but. Uh, uh, you know, matching up Colton Neiman, so we're gonna we're gonna probably try some some version of personnel matchups out of there. But uh, they do such a good job moving Healy, especially around uh, whether he's inside of the slot, outside in the boundary to the field. Uh, it's it's tough to match up with guys right. that are doing that all over the place. And so uh, what we're gonna have to do is be in a good position to make sure that our matchups are correct with our calls. So not you know that's that's a tough deal for Coach Janice is always to recognize. What's your matchup here? And I'm always in his ear about that on the sideline. Like, look at your matchup on the outside. We feel good about this call. Look at your matchup inside. Don't feel good about that, you know, or, or whatever it might be. So we're going to have to do a lot of stuff with our personnel matchups. But I think, you know, giving some different looks and things like that is going to help that. But ultimately, you're going to have to line up and cover somebody one-on-one at times. And, and that's just what it's going to come down to. And with our defense and the way we play it, it's what it's going to come down to. And um, I, I to, in my opinion, that's the matchup of the game is okay. can we play against them there? 
Um, you know, I think the other side of that would be the, our, our offensive line against their front, front seven. How do we? How are we really going to stack up uh, in in that arena? But I really think the matchup of the game is going to be how how can we defend those guys on the outside because they're going to put us in some pretty tough situations. And that's one of those tough things too when they're so experienced in those yep. spots. They can they've learned a lot of different things at that level and can do a lot of different. That's exactly things, right. So. They they're able to fine tune their scheme as the game goes on, whereas. We still got guys learning the scheme right now. You know, it feels like so. Um, you know, that's that's it's tough. It's it's going to be a tough matchup, but um, ultimately, I mean, that's just what that's what football comes down to. You you ultimately got to cover somebody at some point. So uh, we feel like we've got some good things that we're that we have ready for it. But that's I mean, to me, that's the matchup of the game. Sure. And you look at you mentioned their front seven being just a big physical group over there. Obviously, a little bit different when you're playing Luther, not as big, yeah. not as physical. So, have you been talking to the offensive line about that matchup? How this is going to be a pretty big step up, especially for those young guys? Yeah, what's kind of cool is I don't think they even know, you know. Okay. And, I, and, I, <laughs> I, and honestly, like, you know, I think that with this whole matchup with our team, I just think we're so young, we don't even know. We don't know that this is a huge matchup uh, across the landscape between CCIW, WIC, playoff potential teams. Uh, last year, obviously, they were a great team and a playoff team. We were potentially a playoff team last year. This is a huge matchup in, in the landscape of the playoffs in Division Three football. They don't know that, and <laughs> I don't want them to know that, to be quite honest with you. Um, I, I know they know that this is a big game, but I don't know that they really understand it yet. Uh, and, and certainly up front, we don't want them to. Uh, we want them to just be able to line up and play. So we haven't tried to put in any added pressure. We have enough pressure just to get lined up and make it through a road trip and all these kinds of things. We got enough pressure with just being able to show up and do it, let alone you know putting more on those guys uh, in that regard. So I think it's just more so about understanding what they need to fix from last week and, and trying to, to just really accentuate their strengths rather than saying, hey, this is a huge matchup and look at what you got to <laughs> defend. you get nervous about but overthinking I, it. That's right, and I think you could, especially there, especially in the offensive line. Let's not let them think. Let's <laughs> let them just line up and play fast uh, and play hard. And, and that's really going to be the key is can we get our guys to just line up and play fast. If we do that, we're going to have a shot – uh, in this game, if we don't, they're going to run us out of the building. I mean, they're they're going to just they're they're going to they're going to destroy us um, if we can't do that because they're really good. And, yeah. and that's that's why we scheduled this game is yeah. for that. That's the challenge that's, you want. That's exactly right. We wanted this accelerated timeline to be ready because in two weeks, I'm not looking past the next two games, but in two weeks we have a gigantic matchup to start WIC play for us. Sure. So it's like you know, can we? Are we get, are we trying to get ourselves ready for that game? And and this is certainly going to be this is why we we scheduled this game. And I know you guys didn't have to pass too much against Luther. How do you feel like your your wideouts? Maybe some of them not as experienced too, but getting their first chances. And how do you think they kind of stack up against this Illinois Wesleyan? Yeah, in the I, I like I like what we do in in that end. I really do. And and I don't know that there's uh, they they've got a preseason All American safety uh, that's back there. They have a corner that's played a lot of games. Uh, with it, so I mean, they're going to be really good and really talented in the back end too. I mean, anytime you're talking about a preseason All-American, it doesn't matter. The guy's a good player, you know. Sure. Um, the key is going to be for us finding the matchups on that side of it. You know, how can we get Cole Speaker lined up where we need him to get lined up and get him open? How can we get the matchup that's favorable for Devonte? We couldn't get it last weekend. Uh, we couldn't find that matchup that was that was favorable for Devonte Amos, and, and you, it showed in his statistics. 
How can we get Ryan Kellenhofer into the game more, who played really well last week? How can we get Cam Sorensen, who had a nice catch and run, into the game a little bit more, along with Dom uh, and, and along with Devontae and along with, you know, we're going to get Mike Marchese back this week. So uh, how how can we get those guys matched up where we need to? Because they're all very different type players. Right. A lot of skill sets, a lot of diversity in that A group. lot, a lot. So how can we find the right matchup within our throw game to get it uh, in, in our favor on that look? Absolutely, Coach. Well, they don't call you the most honest D3 coach in, the, in America for nothing, <laughs> Coach, but uh, we do appreciate the time as always.